Okay, if it is a dedication service. A dedication service is an opportunity for the church family plus visitors and family members to first say thank you to God for the gift of new life. In a moment after I preach the word of God, we're going to say thank you for the life of Elsie Grace Ritchie, a fantastic gift for the Lord. Nathan and Rebecca will also stand and make a commitment that they, together as a family, will do their utmost to bring Elsie up dependent upon the Holy Spirit, standing on the Word of God by their example, they will make a commitment to bring Elsie up in the ways of the Lord. So, this morning is a celebration. But first, I've got a few words to say for Psalm 65. We have a message entitled, The Overflow. What you have seen in the last few weeks, in the natural, is an overflow, I tell you, a water. And when I've been out walking and thinking, I've just been praying through this word that 2024 will be a year of the overflow. An overflow of praise for the church, an overflow of grace, and an overflow or a move of God through His Holy Spirit. Some of us during the festive season is maybe overflowing with turkey, beefsteak pie, garmin, crackers and cheese, and TV a lot of movies, and we're now overflowing with these things. But we pray for a God overflow in our midst. It says this in Psalm 65, and we pray us for Elsie as well. Praise is awaiting you, O God, in Zion. Unto you the vow shall be performed. All you hear prayer. To you all flesh will come, iniquities prevail against me. As for our transgressions, you will provide atonement and forgiveness for them. Blessed is the man you choose and cause to approach you, that he may dwell in your courts. We shall be satisfied with the goodness of your house, of your holy temple. By awesome deeds and righteousness you will answer us, O God of your salvation. You who are the confidence of all the ends of the earth, and of the far-off seas, who established the mountains by His strength, being clothed with power. You who still the noise of the seas, the noise of their waves, and the tumult of the peoples. They also who dwell in the farthest parts are afraid of your signs. You make the outgoings of the morning and evening rejoice. You visit the earth and water it. You greatly enrich it. The river of God is full of water. You provide the grain, for so you have prepared it. Your water its ridges abundantly. You settle its furrows, you make it soft with showers. You bless its growth. You crown the year with your goodness, and your paths drip with abundance. They drop on the pastures of the wilderness. The little hills rejoice on every side. The pastures are clothed with flocks. The valleys are also covered with grain. They shout for joy. They also sing. Jesus, I pray for the preaching of your word. We pray for the abundance or the overflow of your Holy Spirit, that you would open up hearts to receive the message of the gospel, the good news, Jesus Christ, that during this moment, truth would be revealed, not just information shared, but Christ, you'd be glorified through your word your eternal word, 
bless your holy name. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Verse 1 says there, Praise is awaiting you, O God, in Zion, and to you the vow shall be performed. Praise is waiting, God. In 2024, we mark our resolutions of fit is waiting for us in 2024. Fit awaits us. Some of you have made holiday plans. Omni booked a holiday already for 2024. Yes, some of you are looking, some of you are thinking of getting some sunshine, some vitamin B. You're marking your plans, you're wondering if it's going to happen in 2024. We often think fit awaits us in the beginning of a year. We're thinking about Elsie's life, fit awaits her in the grand scheme of things through our hell life. The psalmist says this, it's not about us. Praise is waiting for my God. And in 2024 and for Elsie's life, I pray this, that there will be an overflow of praise. That we'd come out as a people, come what may. Praise is waiting for my God in 2024. Come what may, we pray that Elsie would grow up and be strong and healthy. I pray that she would be a worshiper. As we sang that first song about praise, it's an amazing gift that we have as Christians to thank Jesus. And I have a unction that if we praised more, we'd worry about things less. If we thank God for all His benefits more, we'd hear less anxieties in this life. Because it's so easy to look at the world and grumble about things. The world's so bad, and I got enough money, I went that whole day, but I've not got enough finances for it. Or we can say, thank you, Jesus. We've got breath in our lungs. And if I'm alive and alive in Him, and He's forgiven me forevermore, I'm eternally secure in the palm of His hands. I pray that we would have an attitude and Elsie would grow up and realize what a gift it is to praise Jesus, that we'd be worshipers. Because in 2024, I guarantee you're going to hear some good times. Praise God for the good times. You've got to hear some difficult times. Praise God in the difficult times. You've got to get some news you've been waiting for. Praise God. Praise Him in the house. Praise Him in the valleys. Praise Him when things are gone good. Praise Him in the disappointments. Every moment we hear a heart beat is an opportunity for us to turn our eyes upon Jesus and say, Thank you. Come what May, whether you get the promotion or you get the demotion, God is in control of your life. He ordains your steps. Thank Jesus, thank Jesus, thank Jesus. Put a day in your diary that a day will not go past. Set an alarm on your phone that you will not let 24 hours go past without any time for you just say, thank you, Jesus. I was having a moment last week where I was feeling about undone and overwhelmed. And I just thought, I'm just going to sit and thank Jesus. Thank Him for family. Thank Him for church family. Thank Him for the opportunity to share Christ's love. Thank Him that He's placed us for such a time as this. 
Thank him that he is the most high God. Thank him for his nail-pierced hands. Thank him for an opportunity of forgiveness. Thank him that he will say he never leaves you nor forsakes you. He's with us every second or every moment or every time forever we go through. I pray that as Elsie grows up in the ways of the Lord, she'd be a worshiper. For a young age, and she goes through nursery and primary school, I'm not one about a worshiper on stage. I'm one about a worshiper. I want for the limelight for people cannot see. She would ken for it is to thank the Lord Jesus Christ. When she gets the boyfriend. <laughs> and when she walks away for the boyfriend. When she gets the job, she'll maybe be a missionary. She'll maybe just outwork her life here in this community. Who knows? I pray above everything she cares for it is to give thanks to Jesus. I pray for us as a fellowship in 2024, we'd be an overflow, a bubbling up of praise, that we would say, oh God, 2024, I can't fit waiting for me, but I can't fit waiting for you, God. Praise awaits you. In Fraserburgh Community Church in 2024, praise is waiting for you, God. We'll maybe grow. We'll maybe see answers to miracles and prayers that we've been praying for a long time. Oh, no, we'll maybe shrink and God will refine us. But I if it's waiting for him in 2024. Praise is waiting our God. And I can if it's waiting for me. I can if it's waiting for God. We're going to pray in just a moment for an overflow of praise. And he says this, to you all flesh will come. Iniquities that we can as sin prevail against me. The psalmist has gone through a time that he's feeling overwhelmed by sin. We didn't pray that Elsie ever gets overwhelmed by sin, but it can happen. Then he says, as for our transgressions, you will provide atonement and forgiveness for them all. I pray that this year we would hear a year of overflowing grace. As maybe some of you have maybe made some big mistakes in 2023. Again, some public aims, some private aims. But the psalmist writes, even if I'm overwhelmed by sin, I can be overwhelmed by grace. My God will forgive every single one of them. Some things we want to take for 2023 and carry on into 2024. But if you have been feeling overwhelmed by sin, I want to tell you there's a God that can forgive you. He loves you. He came to die for you. He went to the cross of Calvary so that he could say upon your life, it is forgiven, it is forgiven, it is forgiven. And we pray for Elsie that she would grow up with an overwhelming sense of grace, that she would know that she would have a heavenly Father that would forgive her at every turn, not just mercy, grace. Mercy pardons sin. Grace changes the position of the sinner. If somebody was to commit treason against a king, the gallows as far they could be heading if the person, the criminal, was to plead for mercy, it would be a merciful act for the king to say, I'll save you for the gallows, but you've got life in prison. That would be an act of mercy. Grace is this. 
the person that committed treason, a crime against the king, all is forgiven. Get him a seat around the table. Put robes of righteousness upon them. I want to eat with them. Grace makes friends who are enemies of God. Not just to pardon sin, but to change the position. I'm so grateful for the grace of God in my life that pardoned sin and made me a friend of God. Isn't that amazing? That he could have just said, okay, I'll have mercy, but Kevin, you're spending the rest of your time in prison until you see me face to face. It's more than that. It's being set free. And the gospel says who the Son sets free is free indeed. It bursts us out the prison and sets us up as a friend of the living God. I pray that Elsie, for a young age, would sense this overwhelming sense of salvation. And for is, which is our middle name, Grace. She will always be a friend of God. And should she slap up like the rest of us has done through our lives, she will ken that there's a God that forgives everything. And through our sin is like scarlet. Oh, he can wash us white as snow. And she would feel Rob's of righteousness and brilliance and the awesomeness of a forgiving God. I pray. 2024 would be for us as a fellowship, we'd step in the overflowing grace. It speaks here of even the hardest places being watered. I pray that this would be a year that even the hardest hearts in your community would come in and feel the abundance of His grace. I wonder if it God would do with some people in this community some blasphemers, self-confessed atheists will continually go against the gospel of Jesus like the soul did before God met him. I wonder if God could do in these people's lives this year to the abundance of grace that they became friends with Jesus. I tell you, some people in our community, they look so far from God, but if God touched them, they'd be greater evangelists than ours put together because they do not shut up about different things. Let's pray that this would be a year of abundance or grace. Lastly, the abundance, the overflow of the Spirit. It says us that in verse 9, you visit the earth and water it. On the experience that the last few weeks, God visits the earth and He waters it. I pray that ah, this is a sign for us that God is about to abundantly overflow the church and the people of the living God with spiritual power. That should be our prayer anyway. You greatly enrich it. The river of God is full of water. Would you agree with that? The river of God is full of water. You provide their grain, so you have prepared it. You water its ridges abundantly, you settle its furrows, you make it soft with showers, you bless its growth. One thing I've learned about this last few weeks is that water flowing and dropping down is unstoppable. It's just unstoppable. And it's incredible in the year 2024 in the age of wisdom and enlightenment and technology 
that there's just absolutely nothing we can do when that rain begins to fall. We have yet to invent a machine, even though we can put rockets in space, even though you've got iPhones and you can connect with people all the world. AI might be great for humanity or might be the beginning or the end of all things. We have yet to invent a machine that can blah a cloud away. <laughs> Amazing. You would think we would be able to just, here comes the rainwater, let's just blow in a different direction. One thing I have learned is someone was bucketing out water for the side of the church as the flood water was coming in. It's simply this. It's unstoppable. How many people in here has been affected by at least one leak in the last two weeks? Yeah, why did you not stop it? We put sandbags down. We did what we could. We sucked up water. We carpet cleaners. We bailed water out. But if that rain was coming, you could not do a thing about it. I pray that 2024, as it says here, in the natural, God's river is full of water and He blesses the earth we rain that 2024, we would have an overflow of the spiritual force, God Himself in our lives. It would be unstoppable that God would breathe fresh life into the church of the living God that no man, no woman, no demon in hell could stop it. I pray that Elsie would quickly find an unstoppable power in Jesus Christ. The baptism, the freshness of the Holy Spirit, that the Spirit would take hold of His church and move it and cause it to grow, that as sermons are put forth, people would respond, that people would be lost one second, found the next and fall in the fire at Jesus, that we proclaim that God is not finished with His church, that His, His church and the gates of hell will not prevail against it, and He would cause us to grow. He would cause different denominations to come together and see incredible spirit, spiritual growth across this land. Who can stand in God's way? There's a story in Acts when it was just starting the Holy Spirit birthed the church of the living God. It burst forth and it was growing. And the apostles were persecuted. Some of them were martyred. But the gospel of Jesus Christ spread. And that's why we're here today in 2024, because God could not be stopped. There were discussions fit to do with the apostles. And a guy called Gamaliel stood up and says, When they heard this, the high council was furious, decided to kill them, the apostles. But one member, a Pharisee named Gamaliel, who was an expert in religious law and respected by all the people, stood up and ordered that the men be sent outside the council chamber for a while. Then he said to his colleagues, men of Israel, take care what you are planning to do with these men. Some time ago, there was that fellow Thudius who pretended to be someone great. About 400 others joined him, but he was killed. And all his followers went their various ways. The whole movement came to nothing. After him, at the time of the census, there was Judas of Galilee. He got people to follow him. He was killed too. All his followers scattered. My advice is, this is wise advice. 
Leave these men alone. Let them go. If they are planning and doing these things merely on their own, it will soon be overthrown. It will come to nothing. But if this is from God, you will not be able to overthrow them. You may find yourself even fighting against God. Gamaliel was saying this, if this movement for this apostles is for the arms of men, then I worry about it. It'll come absolute nothing and the people will scatter. But if this is for God and you come against them, you are coming against God and you will not be able to stand in their way. I pray that 2024 would be a year of overwhelming, unstoppable reign in the power of the Holy Spirit, that people, enemies of God, would not be able to say, we've got to snuff out people out. We've got to disgruntle them and wear them doing. Every demon in hell cannot stop the almighty power of God. Far as believing, Wema, that 2024 would be a year of floods upon dry grounds it would be unstoppable, and we pray the same for Elsie. The last point, not only is it unstoppable, it changes the landscape of things. I was out on the beach, walking the dog, seeing fellow dog owners. The beach landscape, if you haven't been, it's completely changed. You see at the floors, they used to just walk for the floors, right down. It's new like a 15 feet sheer drop. And you walk along a beach, see like the white cliffs of Dover? We've now got the Yala cliffs or the Broch. It has completely changed the landscape. And I seen one dog on her and I was just exchanging niceties as you do. And she said, now my words, she says, I've been walking on this beach for 30 years. She says, I have not seen the landscape change like this, ever. I was just taking notes. I had to include that in the sermon. Because when God moves in power, it changes the landscape or things. And it changes the landscape or your life. We pray for others' life, and especially this morning, Elsie's life. Things change when God moves. Ezekiel seen a vision of the river of God. Everywhere it went, it changed things. It brought life. Some people have written off the church in Scotland. Some people have written off the church in the UK. It's completely irrelevant. But we pray that God changes the landscape. First of your life, if you have not invited Jesus to be your Lord and Savior, I pray that you do. He'll change your landscape for the better because you'll start looking more like Jesus, more like Jesus, more like Jesus. He'll change you for the inside out. And the hope for our community and nation is that God moves in unstoppable power. And I'll tell you something, He can change the landscape. Political landscape, educational landscape, church's landscape. Let's see the torrents come and then overflow in His Spirit being unstoppable and bringing change. We pray the same for we, Elsie, that she would claim that her God is unstoppable. There's no giant she can face that God cannot overcome. But come what may, even in arid places, wilderness, it says that even the valleys would fall 
a grin, that she would hear God that was weir and God would change our landscape. I'm going to ask Nathan and Rebecca to bring Elsie up. I'm going to ask him to mark the commitment and then we'll ask Stand. Is God willing? I heard Elsie and she doesn't cry and we'll pray. We first encourage them and mark our promise and then after that we will uh, stand and then we'll ask a worship team to come up. I was maybe a while asked you to give him a round of applause if they come, but we'll maybe disturb Elsie. Maybe just a smart clap, would we? Stand aside. Didn't they look beautiful? And I say the same for other family. We, we love us family, didn't we? And it's great to see the extended family. And yeah, I mean, so much to us. Oh, she's just beautiful. Did she sleep all night? Till five, that's a good, 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 uh, good night. And she's feeding well. Feeding well, very good. Oh, she's opened her eyes. Yes. Again, it's a rude awakening. Okay, Nathan and Rebecca, do you promise to bring Elsie up in the ways of the Lord? Depending upon his divine grace through an inspiration of the Holy Spirit, standing on the word of God, and by your good example, lead Elsie in the ways of the Most High God, praying for an overflow of the praise, the presence, the joy of the living God would be upon you. Ah, do you promise to mark that commitment before your church family? Very good. Let's stand together as a fellowship. I'm going to ask the worship team to come up after this prayer. We'll sing our final song of worship. We'll take up our tithes and offerings. If you're a visitor here, there's no obligation to give, but it's good to get an opportunity for people that have come prepared to give, and then we'll worship. So if I can... I am always so surprised, even though I've had three of my own, how little babies are. You forget how quickly they grow up. Oh, she just gave me a wink. <laughs> and a thumbs up. I think she's trying to put her hands up to praise. Let's pray. If you can, please stretch forth your hand. Jesus, we thank you for this wonderful family. I thank you first. For Nathan and Rebecca, God, we think of Nathan, the first child dedicated in this fellowship. We thank you for the Ritchie family, the Lemon family, and we pray for the grace and the goodness of the Lord Jesus Christ to be found in their homes, that their home would be a place of presence and praise. And I pray that you help Nathan and Rebecca in this journey of parenthood to guide them and strengthen them every part of the way as you already have. And we thank you for this wonderful gift of a child, for Elsie Grace. We pray that she would care for us for a young age, nay, just to come to our worship service, but care for it is to praise and to give thanks to the Lord our God. We give you thanks for the safe arrival, and we pray 
that our crooked paths would be made stretch here. She would grow up strong in the ways of the Lord. And God, we pray for that abundance of prayers in our heart. And God, we pray as well that spiritual grace would be hers, that she would recognize that she's a good mom and she has a good dad. But above everything, she's a perfect heavenly father, the only time and an only place and only space that she can run to. Uh, we are sin and we are success. And God, we pray that the abundance or the river or the flood of God would be hers. God, for a young age, she would recognize that her God is unstoppable and that her God would change the landscape of her life, making her more like Jesus Christ. We come out to you, and God, we say, God, we dedicate her to you, and we say, firstly, that you would become her Lord and Savior, and your plan for her life will succeed. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Blesses. Okay, let's hear it for right, Nathan, Rebecca, and Elsie. That went really smooth. Bless us. We are to take up our last, we're, we're going to uh, sing our final song, take up our offerings, and then we'll allow space for family to take only photos. I encourage your family, if you want a photo, hiding the baby at the front, now's the time to do it, and then we'll have tea, coffee, and cake. How's that sound? Great. Let me just pray as the worship team gets ready. God, we pray for us as a fellowship that this would be a year of abundant praise, that praise would truly be waiting for you in this house, in our own homes in 2024. And God, it would be a year of abounding grace. We pray for hard hearts to be made soft in the name of Jesus, that at this space we would see people turn to Jesus and mark you their Lord and Savior. And we open ourselves up to the unstoppable landscape changing power of God that we've seen in our own lives. We pray for floods upon dry grounds and overflow as we see, as we look at the natural landscape, the overflow of natural water. We pray for an overflow of spiritual rain in our lives, in our church, in our community, and in our nation. For we ask it in the name of Jesus. Amen.